mean, we could do it for the US, but again, what we then need to do is we need to get in with all the US more. The main thing is this, is if you look at your yellow pages, okay, and you look under mortgage, mm -hmm. whatever your section under mortgage is, you will see that's a hot market. And that's the reason why um, it's not hard to get divert some of that yellow page advertising onto online advertising. And you see, the, only, the, the difference that we do is we deliver, um, we don't deliver the phone call, we deliver the first five questions. Before we used to go in and say, hey, we got this great, you know, best thing since sliced bread. Right. And now what we say is, we go and talk to them about their yellow page advertising and, and how effective it is and everything. And we say, well, if we could for the same price as yellow page advertising, mm -hmm. um, we'll take the phone call and we'll ask them a couple of questions and then we'll fill in a form and take all the details down. And then if we send you that, would you be happy to pay on that? Right. You know what most people say? What? Absolutely. Because nobody, you know, the, the problem with putting an advert in the yellow pages is now you've got to have someone at the end of the phone ready. We only talk to people that would be happy to say, well, I'm, I'm happy to pay the same amount as yellow page advertising, mm -hmm. okay? 90% of them don't track the number of leads come in. Yeah, but, you know, we ask them how many leads, so, you know, how much does it cost per lead? And the market comes up with roughly the same sort of figure. And we say, well, you get the phone call and, you know, what happens, what happens when you're on an appointment? That, that's the problem with most of these businesses is there's so much time with their existing customers. When the phone call comes in, they lose half of them, don't they? Yeah, that's true. Right? So what we say is, well, what about if we, uh, took, the we took the name and address and we gave you their phone number and uh, found out, uh, for, for example, in the mortgage market, how much of their existing mortgage, whether they're a first-time mover, if they're looking mm -hmm. for a remortgage, you know, the basic questions that you ask. And then if we fax that to you, would you prefer that? Okay, and then you can call them back whenever you want. What's your expense on all the keywords to generate oh, the lead? This is what you'll love. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, the business model we have at the moment, mm -hmm. okay, um, as I say, we're generating, you know, around a 1000 a month, mm -hmm. okay, and we're, uh, we're generating... Um, Seventy-five dollars uh, for uh, each lead we generate. Okay. Okay. So that's what that's our income end. Right. Right. Our cost end is um, a, a little over twenty-five dollars. Twenty-five dollars a lead. Yeah. All right. So you've got about. Yeah. Right, so you've got about out of the seventy-five thousand a month you're making, you've got costs about twenty-five thousand. Yeah. In your uh, and that's mainly your keyword placement, right? Exactly. That that's that's paying for all the traffic to come to us and everything. Yeah? Okay. So yeah. our, our model is this: is we sell to three brokers. Mm -hmm. One broker pays for the traffic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then obviously we've got the overheads of running a business and 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 advertising, mm -hmm. um, and that pays for uh, the other thing, and we keep the other one. Now, how do you get paid from your broker? How do you set up the payment? Right. The way we work it is this: is the broker. Um, um, basically deposits uh, for um, 25 leads. Mm -hmm. so oh, say 20 leads, sorry. Okay, yeah. 20 leads at 25 yeah. bucks a piece. Which is $500. Right. Right. So what you do is you put $500 into our account, mm -hmm. right, and then we will deliver, um, depending on the time of day and year, um, we'll deliver you one lead a day roughly. Okay. Or that thereabouts. Right. Yeah? Right. Okay. So you get, you know, uh, a reasonable flow. But right. with the internet and, and anything, you know, there's peaks and troughs. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we get them to pay up front. Okay, that's great. Yeah. And um, the, the, the biggest expense is not actually generating the lead. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you're actually going to we we spend more money in selling the leads. In selling the leads. Yeah. So how? Because, well, you, that, that you you still got to use uh, grunt work and contacting. Now, them. Now, are you doing that? You're, did you do that yourself? No, no, we 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 have. Um, for example, we have to advertise in uh, normal trade publications. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's your expense in selling it? Well, that that's again about another twenty five dollars. Alright, so you're so you're net you're netting after all your expenses about twenty five dollars. Yeah, we we try. Our formula is to spend twenty five dollars. Uh, generating the lead, uh-huh. $25 sending it, uh, selling it, uh-huh. and keep 25 Okay. So that, does that end up being about your net, 25 Yeah. That, that kind of ends up, yeah. All right. That's still, that ain't bad. And then you've yeah. got, you've got an internet guy who handles all the internet stuff? Yeah, yeah. And it all, and it, it all runs automatic. And so is, he, is he an employee of yours or just a partner or a partner or uh, what? We, we joint venture. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, for him... Uh, to keep running it and everything, uh, we we have a, a an agreed deal. So he handles all your technical stuff. Yeah. And you um, would it, so it, do y'all split it half and half? Um. Well, the the way I've agreed it with him is um, to keep because you know most techies that they they want to know how much money they're going to get. Right. He gets a, the first X, mm-hmm. and then I get everything above. Okay. Yeah. And he'll do uh, any. They, they want to, you know, uh, whilst they're interested in profit, they they want to know roughly a guarantee. And you need him for the for the website and the and the uh, the setup of all the. the yeah. You, uh, whether I use him or pay somebody else. Yeah. Right. You know, it's the same thing. And and he and he's good. Okay. Right. He he makes sure the whole thing runs. Does he design the web pages and write the copy, or do yeah. you? Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, we do it kind of together. Uh huh. Yeah, um, he he does the first draft, and then I'll say, you know, change a thing here, you know, move this around a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, and what I do is I look at all the statistics to mm-hmm. see that it, it's converting. Now, did you put, was this guy doing this already, and you approached him to improve the system? Yeah. Is that how you got into this? They, yeah, very much by accident. So I was uh, uh, at a trade show. Yeah. All right. Uh, it was a finance trade show. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, one of the sections was all mortgage brokers. Right. And he was uh, um, exhibiting there, mm-hmm. and uh, we ended up having coffee, and I, I asked him a bit about how his business worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't really have what I call like a business model. Right. Okay. So I, I sat down with him and developed uh, the model, and um, he he wasn't he was only charging about I think fifteen dollars uh, for each lead. Was he doing it to three or just one person? Uh, he was doing it to three, uh-huh. but he wasn't—he wasn't really propositioning it, and um, he didn't really have a uh, a method for selling the lead. Right, right. He didn't do an order. He didn't do an autoresponder sequence. No, and and he didn't—he didn't, he didn't um, really um, have a sales process for selling the lead. Right. And he didn't—he didn't set budgets on. You know, mo- the big mistake that most people have is they don't say, you know, I. Uh, my view is this: If I'm going to make a hundred dollars, you know, I've got to uh, produce my product at price X, mm-hmm. and that's the budget. And either you make it work or you don't. Right, right. If you can't make it work at that price, then don't do it. Most people, what they'll do is they'll say, "Well, it cost me um, five dollars to make this thing. Right. Now I'm going to try selling it for fifteen. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and what I said is, we did some market research to find out what price the pro- market will bear. So we went from fifteen dollars uh, a lead to twenty-five. Right. Right. And lost nothing. 
Gotcha. Yeah. You know, you could do that. I mean, that's a great that's a great concept. You could find anyone marketing anything, even if they're marketing it good, you know, poorly or or better. Even if they're if they're great marketers, yeah. And they may be underselling their thing, and you can come to them as a consultant and say, I can show you how to increase your profits a certain amount, and if you do nothing else but increase the price. Absolutely. And I'll tell you one thing. That's the difference between a startup and a setup. Mm-hmm. Right. A setup is simply a business that has been selling and um, has been su- in su- succeeding in spite of themselves. A setup is. Yeah. Right. You think of it this way, right? Um, how many times have you uh, been to a great restaurant and you just look at them and you know that they're doing it badly? Right. But you know they're serving good food and people are willing to queue and everything. And you just think, if you had some business processes and, and thought about what you were doing, mm-hmm. you know, how much more efficient you could be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and th- those things just um, come all the time. Yeah, there, yeah? There's so uh, many opportunities out there. It's really and, and incredible. The simple thing is this, is so few businesses test. I'll give you one simple thing, right? You know, um, it only took me um, 20 minutes to do, mm-hmm. right? Um, on that web page, you'll notice that the inquiry form comes in two parts. Right. Yeah. In fact, actually, I could most probably, if I was going to be dishing out uh, some punishment, I, sh- I should say you're, you're guilty of this on your website. Okay, go ahead. Right. You know your web inquiry form? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's one page, isn't it? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Okay, it should be two pages. Good, that's an excellent idea. Exactly what you've done. That's excellent. Because I'm losing tons of people. Because, because they're afraid what, that Exactly. What you have to do, mm-hmm. and, and here's an interesting statistic, and, yeah. then, and this statistic bears out with us. Okay. Okay. Um, you've got a long form, a set of questions that you want people to commit to. It's an unheard of long form. Okay. So what you do is this. is You just simply have page one, which is first name, email address. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Nothing more. Okay. Yeah. And then click to continue. Right. It goes to a page two. Right, which is the whole complete form now. Right. Okay. And then you have two auto respond. You have an auto responder series that gets people to keep coming back to that form to complete it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that way you will uh, be going back and continuing. Now, about fifty percent of the people. It depends on each market, but you can test. Right. A certain percentage will complete directly from the first page to the second page. Mm-hmm. Others will just forget because one of the questions you had, they don't have an answer to. Right. Yeah? You know, who's your favorite marketing person? Right. Okay. Uh, we're, we're now into 30 seconds of time. Mm-hmm. Okay, they abandon. Right. Okay? Simply by having an autoresponder now that uh, goes back out, I noticed that you didn't complete the form. Mm-hmm. Do you want to try again? Mm-hmm. Right? And you just keep doing that. Now, what happens if... Um what happens if they fill out the first form, name and email address, and then they go to the form and complete it all? How do you, you take them off that sequence? Well, how do you know? Oh, you, is there a way to do that automatically? Yeah. Well, the simple thing is that when they complete, you know, as part of your um, submitting, when, when you complete part two, yeah. right, um, you can, uh, you, you add it, you're adding them onto an autoresponder series, aren't you? Yes. Right? Well, what you do is you add in instruction code in there to take them off the other one. Oh, uh, you can do that with the autoresponder? Yeah. So what you do is the first one, uh, it's a little bit technical. No, I, okay, I understand. So what autoresponder system are you using? 
Uh, well, we're actually using one that's proprietary because uh-huh. we do one within an hour. Mm-hmm. Right, because... What do you mean well, you do one within an hour? Right. Um, most of the respond- auto, uh, commercial autoresponders mm-hmm. uh, work on day one, day two, day zero. Oh, you have yours by the hour? Yeah. The reason is because the mortgage inquirer is hot. Okay. Yeah? So when you complete the first part, if you don't complete part two within an hour, mm-hmm. right, we send you an email. So is this one that you guys developed yourself? Yeah, it, uh, the, the the web guy put it uh, has developed it especially for us. Okay, that's great. Did this guy already have it set up before um, you met no, him? No, he didn't. Um, we we um, when we did the what I found was this was um, his biggest loss was people abandoning the form, mm-hmm. and it, and that's his money. Yeah, you know, if people don't complete the form, he hasn't got product. Okay. Yeah, he can't sell leads to people that you know just provide the name. That's true. Right. So, um, the t- I mean, in, in in essence, what what I managed to do was to uh, basically double his income mm-hmm. by by telling him to fix two things. Right. That's right. I said first fix the price. Yeah. He had never done any testing on what the mortgage broker was willing to pay. Right. So we spent spent some time and figured out that twenty five dollars was was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he did that. And then second, uh, we. Uh, converted the uh, form into two parts and put autoresponders to get people to come back and keep completing the form. All right, let's go back to mine. So I, I set up that first page with right, name so and email address. Right, will go all this. Here's what you'll do is first name, surname, mm-hmm. and then they submit to an autoresponder series. Right. You're assuming they're going to be human and they're going to fail. Correct. So right. instantly a message goes out that you never had time to complete the form. No, no, you don't have to do anything. Uh-huh. Right? Don't send out anything. Day zero, nothing happens. Okay, nothing happens. Right, okay. Then, day one, right, you're going to say, hey, uh, you didn't fill that form in. Okay? Here's the link. Go back. You know, don't worry about the questions or, you know, what, was there a reason because you didn't do this or whatever. Right. Yeah? And you just keep reminding them. Okay. Every couple of days. Right. Go back. Yeah? You, keep, you have, some people you have to sell more to complete the form. That's Others, true. You just have to show the form and they'll do it. Okay. So you've got now an autoresponder series that keeps getting them to go back. Now, when they go onto page two, mm-hmm. you will do two things. You'll then submit them to the autoresponder series that you normally had. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you put in an instruction to remove them off the reminder form. So the, 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 the long form I have, when they fill that out, yeah, does two things. That it does, okay, yeah, it, it puts them on my... My order standard one. Okay, and then there's some code that'll take them off the other one. Exactly. Okay, I'm sure that's doable. Yeah, it's very, it's very easy to do. That's great. That's right. excellent. And, and what will happen is um, you will find that um, as soon as you uh, look at your statistics, um, even just by doing the two parts, you uh, increase the number of people completing it. Okay? And, and there is a dollar value from capturing the email address. Okay, so what do you now what are you doing with all those uh, email addresses? Well, what we do is we just get them to keep coming back, coming back. We've got roughly about a 60% conversion rate. That means if somebody is willing to give me a name and email address, 60% of the time, I can get them to fill in the form. Now, that doesn't mean that they will fill in the form straight away when they are presented on the first page. Some will fill in like two weeks later. But it's an, it's an email sequence. And you see, Michael, it's just really, it's really just getting 
focus on the basics. When, when you approach a business and you say, hey, look, we're going to talk about some real basics, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they're not really interested. If you just say, hey, look, I've looked at your you know, business, I've looked at it, and I, and I, I reckon I can produce... Uh, I, you know what line I use? What? Like the line I use is this. Is I go, I look at your business, and um, I, I can see some room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I reckon uh, working with you over the next three or four months, I can do a 20%, maybe 25% improvement. It, you know, are you willing to invest uh, an hour or so to, to see that possibility? Yeah, and you know what happens? People go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the truth is this, okay? Um, I can get that 20%, 25% um, in a week or two. But the, the thing is this, when I, when, when I approach businesses and say, hey, you know, I can get you a 20% improvement on your business in the next two or three weeks, they just don't believe it. So what I say is, I reckon I can do 20%, maybe 25%, yeah, in the next three to four months. Mm-hmm. Because then that's a believable statement. Yeah, you, you'll blow them away. Exactly. But, and then you go in and, and, and you don't have to do much, right? Most people think you've got to re- rehash it all. Yeah. What, what, what I find is this, is you ask them, okay, tell me what, you, what you're trying to achieve. Right. So how do you do that? And you just ask them questions and you ask them for their game plan. And, and then you just say, right, well, okay, so you're trying to do this, okay. And then there's only a few things you've got to really fix. And most people do not fix, like for certainly with websites, mm-hmm. um, get really honed in and tuned in mm-hmm. on capturing people's email addresses. That's true. Now, okay, uh, just... Oh, go on, what have you got? Okay, what did I say? I had a hundred and what? hundred and five. A hundred and five. I've got about 85 people who filled out the form. That's pretty good. Now, let, let me tell you an observation. I, I had done some consulting for a, a cement truck uh, seller. Yeah. And I had done this. Before they got into the site, I wanted to capture their email and their name. And that was the very first thing before they, when they came to the home page. And I realized that I was losing people by having that. And I took it off, and it made a world of difference. Now, I want you to test something. I want you to get rid of that first page totally. Because even though you're capturing some of the names, there's a possibility that in result you may be losing more people than you believe you're saving. Right. Okay. i tell you what, I'll, I'll give you the feedback on, on what testing we've done. Okay. okay. For my market, which is the mortgage inquirer, mm-hmm. okay, less is more. Right. Explain more. Okay. Because that person is looking for a specific solution. They're looking for a mortgage solution. But isn't the less going to come from the commitment of filling out the long form? Um, no, because what happens is this, is at that point, they don't have all the information to hand. Oh, okay, I see. Because yeah. that first one gives you a chance to resell them on the form. Exactly. Right. Now, in your case, okay, um, the, the, the person is a business owner. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, my market... Uh, is, is, that a, is a consumer, right. Is a consumer. That okay? is true. And so you've, you have to... And, and one of the things I've, I've learned over time is you've got to think of in terms of use, um, a, a toolkit mm-hmm. as opposed to saying, okay, the, the, the generic answer is irrespective of who your market is, split the form into two parts. That isn't necessarily the solution. You've got to look at the market and study and see how the market behaves. Uh, a good example is we tested with the phone number. The consumers were happy to give email addresses. They weren't so happy 
to give telephone numbers. I totally agree. And I'll, yeah. let me I'll interject the test I did for uh, myfingerprintpen.com, where to get a free sample of a fingerprint pen, they had to complete the form totally. And when I started calling these leads back by phone number, yep. almost 90% of them were the wrong numbers. Exactly, because so, they, they didn't want to give it. So it shows you they're resentful about giving their phone number number one because they don't trust you mm-hmm. and that they're going to be sold something. But that also tells you something about their state of mind. Even with the email address, have you verified how many bounce backs or inc- incomplete or wrong email addresses are you getting? Out uh, of that we, for- uh, we get uh, what, it's what we call the Mickey Mouse uh, yeah. inquiry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got that down to about 2%. percent Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, you know, it's not worth trying to improve. Okay, so go ahead, your research. Yeah, so in terms of the market... They don't want to give give you a phone number, but... They don't want to give the phone number, Mm -hmm. but here's what we found. In the business world, uh, where we were talking to the mortgage broker, and and we did a form for them, we were a lot more upfront in the form, okay? So what happened was was we did first name, email address, and then we transferred about 50% of the questions from page two mm-hmm. onto page one. Mm-hmm. And what you're telling me in your research is that just asking for name and email, mm-hmm. right, they're, they're, they're thinking being sold. Right. Now, if you transferred a couple of the key questions, your, your statistics wouldn't change anyway then. Because then it's not, um, hey, sign up and I'm going to spam you all full of stuff. Because those questions pre-qualify people and draw the attention and say, oh, okay, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. For example, if you say, I'm going to send you a free CD mm-hmm. and I'm going to post it, okay, under my expense, and all I want is your name and email address, you're not going to get many business people because the trade-off doesn't make sense. If you have, right, yes, we're going to do, for me to send it, you've got to complete this whole thing, mm-hmm. then you're going to get a high uh, completion rate because they understand that, the, the ethical bribe that you're offering is complete this complete form, mm-hmm. spend some time filling it in, and then I'll send you the CD. This is the end of part two. Please continue to part three. I want to thank you for listening to hardtofindseminars.com. If you want to get in touch with any of the people we interview, please contact Michael at hardtofindseminars.com by email. You can email Michael at hardtofindseminars.com or you can call 858 Two seven four seven eight five one.